You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. Here comes the corner. It wouldn't drop to a white shirt. Now it has. Jones. Oh, yes! Jermaine Jones! What a cracker from him! USA level! Well, another weekend has upon us, and we are ready with the real Simply football show. Sensational and strike. I know Weller, but who's this other bearded person that's <laughs> over here? Because usually it's very much a beardless room except for me. Uh, Perk, what's going on this week with the real football show? Well, uh, another newbie. So first time. Uh, Brandon, I, I, I say Bonin. I know it's wrong. Vanilla? Vanilla. Like vanilla, yep. Oh, that's easy. You got okay, it. So and Brandon how did you vanilla. run across Brandon? How did you corral him into being in the show? Well, uh, Weller actually helped me out, uh, you know, Lasso and Brandon in, and Brandon is the new head soccer coach for Nebraska Westland. Yeah. So congratulations on the new gig. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, assistant last year, right? Correct. Correct. And uh, well, yeah, give us some background. You came from Texas. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Right? So I uh, did undergrad um, at Texas A&M. Jumped on with the women's team there. Um, did some play-by-play and color commentary after graduation. Um, actually came up to UNL uh, 2009 and 10. Um, where I met Jeff working for the women's team over there and then oh, went nice. back to Texas um, down in uh, I was at the University of uh, Houston Baptist for four years okay. uh, won a conference tournament there Jeez, this guy's Played got a resume up. he's going to take up the entire show and he's a talker yeah, I went to, went to the University of Houston for two um, and then came back up this way with my wife when when we met the first time I was up here so oh, so yeah. just bounce between Nebraska and Texas like, back and forth that's yeah. right oh my gosh which we'll get. So we'll have to get into some uh, Texas-related uh, MLS questions maybe later in the show too. Then, so yes, I, I kind of yes. like this. So, uh, how's it? The team's looking pretty decent so far. Yeah, started off well, two and zero on the year. Um, two good wins. A lot of lot of goals left out there. So hoping to okay. sort that out um, going forward. But we we hit the road this week. Um, off to Crown. Uh, we'll play them on on Saturday and then to uh, Cornell on Sunday. So. I'm hoping to pick up two more on the road. That'd be nice. I did. I glanced at your roster. It looks pretty young. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, our, our our returning leading goal scorer is a senior. Um, uh, another one of our captains is a senior. But outside of that, uh, a lot of faces that will continue to return and I think continue to produce. Awesome. And a lot of local kids, it looked like, too. Tons. Lot, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's great. So if uh, you're... A couple I know, so it's kind of yeah, cool. So yeah. that's awesome. Always try to get out, and um, you know it's it's fun when you get people in the stands, and obviously local kids bring yeah. a big crowd. So yeah, and it's a good good stadium. And, and Weller, uh, I know of at least one player on the team. Is there a lot of crossover that you've coached also? Uh, there's two guys that are on the team right now that I had the opportunity to coach when they were in high school, and then several that are on there that I was coaching against. So we're playing at the same time that okay. I was coaching. So I figured you'd have some knowledge on some. Yeah, of them, I so. know a few of them. I actually got out there on Monday and got to watch them play a little bit. So oh, yeah, it was, oh, nice. it was a beautiful okay. day to get out there. And watch that's awesome so since we're talking college soccer the uh husker women oh. got taken out to the oh. woodshed on sunday and yeah. got beat soundly by baylor six to nothing evidently baylor missed the point after i guess the pat peace <laughs> uh, huskers wow. have duke that's a thursday night game and then um the schedule there's a lot of road games for the husker women as uh, they a lot of ranked road, road games i think yeah. too yeah, so yeah they, they get a tough schedule this Duke's year number 14 nc state's number 13 and then uh they've got rutgers on the 14th and then uh, Maryland on the 16th, and that's in College Park. Uh, yeah, they don't play at home till uh, September 20th. 20th, they've got Indiana and then Purdue oh. for a, a Thursday-Sunday affair at the Hib. And then uh, that Thursday night game's post-game fireworks, and then it's Pack the House game on Sunday. 
I know AO Night's coming up on Friday, October 5th, American Outlaw supporters. Come on out, October 5th, Friday night. It'll be fun. And you guys always do some kind of fun we'll, tailgate. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll tailgate, maybe get some giant Jenga out there or something, and <laughs> so, you know, some uh, tennis soccer out there in the tailgate, and do some grilling, and uh, should have quite a few tickets to give out, too. So uh, anybody's welcome, bring you know your friends, your family, your kids, so it should be a lot of fun. Let's notch it up just a bit, talk some MLS. Ouch, that didn't go the way we wanted it to, sporting Kansas City fans. Yikes. Oh, up to Seattle. And a lot that, of losses although, although, <laughs> although sporting KC came out of the gate and scored in the second minute. I mean, came right out and said, boom, we're going to lay this thing down. And then yeah, then it, it just kind of laid down. That's exactly what happened. So sporting KC uh, did not fare well, uh, at least against um, Seattle. But that's okay. You know, they, they had such a great tear going on at that time. You know, uh, you know, losing to Seattle at Seattle's and, not, and Seattle uh, even got a red card out of that game too. They they we playing a guy down, but they lost three to one. Kansas City up next. They've got on the Orlando against Orlando City. I'll, I'll be at that game. That you're going to that one. Yeah, I'm that's going. the one down in Orlando too, isn't it? No, it's in, oh, it's oh, it's in, in Kansas City. Yeah. Okay. I knew that you were going on the road here. I just didn't I have to be incognito because I'm actually be sitting in the Orlando section. What? So I can't be wearing any sporting gear. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's it's a free ticket. It's my friend's nephew plays for Orlando. My friend's nephew. So it's like I got I got a root for Orlando for one game. Silent, silent, silent cheers, silent cheers for when sporting yeah, scores. You know, I, uh, I, I yeah. hope both teams do well. <laughs> That's never oh, yeah. Case. Okay. Stop it. Uh, did some get some good sporting KC news coming down the uh, wire here in the last couple of hours? Uh, made a move this week to bolster the club's standing for years to come. Signed uh, Beasler, Zusi, and uh, Espinoza and Sanchez to multi-year deals. So some good news coming out there. The All-Star Quartet helping Sporting Kansas City enjoy their most successful era in club history. Four major championships since 2012. Uh, and team record seven-year playoff streak. So Sporting KC putting some people down on paper. Yeah, probably get, be, probably be their last up. contracts. Probably they're all like probably thirty-two years old or something. They're so, they're so old. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible when we they're, say they're, that. They're babies compared to you and I, animal. But they're 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 old for. Fiesler and Zusi have been there since two thousand and nine. That is amazing to think um, about that um. they've been there that long. Uh, Beesler two hundred and ninety-three appearances. Jeez. 285 it's a, starts. It's a lot of minutes. 25,000 minutes played. Oh, there you Jeez. go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And then, of course, you talk about Zussi. He came out of the MLS Super, super Draft. As uh, <laughs> I love that. I just like saying Super Draft. Anyway, uh, it's just crazy to think about, you know, Zussi's numbers and Espinoza and then uh, uh, Ely. Signed with KC in 2017. Started 68 of the team's 69 games in all competitions. So, uh, we're in third place in the West, hosting Orlando City uh, on Saturday, Children's Mercy Park. It's a 7:30 game, which I don't. I'm assuming that if the Husker football, American football game, gets <laughs> off the ground, that you can uh, head right over to Captain Jackson watch the game. That'd be perfect. Yeah, perfect timing. Perfect timing. If there is a Husker football game, yes. Oh my gosh! Is that, can it stop raining, please? We've about had enough of this. Uh, things are not getting any better for my team in the EPL, so we'll talk oh. about everybody else's team. Yeah, Brandon, just so you know, Animal's a West Ham fan. Oh, my God. Oh, They're the, the only team with zero M- MLS, and you, everybody see the Miami, Inter-Miami, the announcement? I, yes. Of the, uh, yeah. the team name for them, for Beckham's team? Is it Inter? Yeah. Inter-Miami? Inter yep. 
Oh, like Inter Milan, two yes. two, pink, oh, two pink cranes on the uh, on the uh, crest. I believe yeah. that's not tough. <laughs> well, and, and what, I, what I did here too. So they have a, a sun like behind the two birds, and with like seven. Ra- Everybody's trying to like over-explain these logos. Very you know? artistic. And oh yeah, Brandon's got up. Yeah, so there's there's that sun with like these seven rays, and they say each ray. Uh, is represents of each of the continents they'll be representing. Ah, so evidently they're going to have somebody from Antarctica <laughs> on their team. Evidently, so. I wonder. I wonder sure. how much they paid to have the focus group look at and design that logo and <laughs> put that much thought. Because you know that's what they probably did. Yeah, there was probably like just a say, huge. Just, just put a sun there. It's cool. Hey, there's a sun. It's Miami. There's a lot. Of, the sun always shines in Miami. So it's like no, they have to go into some explanation. Of it, it. it doesn't matter who we have on the show. This subject is either it's a fence. It's VAR, which of course VAR, the Premier League is going to trial it this season. They're they're going to give it. Who it? That Premier League is going to trial VAR. VAR. I didn't this, think they. This, oh, that, wow. That, that just coming down within the last few hours. Wow. Okay. Um, first trial will take place for a five for five three p.m. kickoff September fifteenth to see if the VAR hub at Stockley Park near Heathrow can cope with decisions arising from multiple matches. So it'd be like a hub Ooh. center, like a hub, a, literally a VAR center. Yeah, you know, like that, like in hockey when they go to great. Toronto. That's what I was trying to think of. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> yes. what I was trying to think of. Leave it to the hockey guy to bring that up. They're gonna pull it out of the box and and give it a shot. So I, I like. What do you guys think of VAR? I mean, Weller shaking his head. <laughs> I I don't know. I I think the goal line technology is is good in that, and you know, there's always gonna be a human element of things. As long as they're using it for the right things Go. and they're not trying to do it for everything. That's good. And, some and things are, some you're, things you're are still going to be a judgment call. I, I Some things should be a judgment call, but big things you got to get right. The proper people getting cards and sending off the proper goals. Yeah. I mean, all of those things are, are massively impactful in the game. And I think if you get it right, no matter if it takes 10 seconds to the right call or it takes a minute, that's fine. But three, four minutes is a little long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and, and and all that we've seen, you know, World Cup and all this other stuff. It's prick. It's been quick mm-hmm. and, and right. I mean, they got some stuff right. So and that's the big part. It's right. Yeah, you can't be upset <laughs> with right. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then and it says here that uh, it's lost some support among fans after its use in the controversial award of the penalty, which led to France's second goal against Croatia in the summer's World Cup final. That's of course. That's the one thing they keep bringing up. They keep bringing that up. It was kind of a big game. Yeah, it, it kind of <laughs> was a big game. You are listening to the Real Football Show on ESPN fourteen eighty one hundred one five FM. You know the show is on demand starting at around Friday or so. Uh, as we start your weekend, of course, on demand, and you catch the show in its full entirety this Friday, six p.m. Of course, ESPN fourteen eighty one hundred one five FM. It is the Real Football Show. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. It's been a tough time for Hull fans over the past few months. This is a dark day in the South Coast for them. Daniels. It's Gosling! It gets better and better for Foreman. 6-1. An outstanding day for them. It is the Real Football Show on ESPN FM 1015, 1480 AM. And you know, we uh, we got to mention at least, man, what a beating the U.S. women put on Chile this past in a 4 nothing win. Looked great. I mean, if, if you watch the social media, man, it was just, we were like, 
We couldn't do anything wrong. We couldn't four, do anything. Four nothing wrong. and three nothing earlier in the week, or you know, so last week. So seven nothing against Chile in two games, right? I'm kind of saving, you know, and I'm, we're going to get into the you know the guys here in a second, but you know, one thing at a time. But <laughs> Carly Lloyd with uh, one at 47 and the 90 plus three mark, she gets two, and uh, you know, now it's now it's coming to qualification. Now it's like okay, we we should be able to get in without any problems. Yeah, we should. We should. should. <laughs> nothing uh, feels this. Nothing feels a hundred percent anymore. The, the women should qualify ninety nine percent chance. <laughs> more, more of a sure thing than the men. Yes, yes. Uh, they had the draw for the twenty eighteen women's championship uh, to finalize the groups that will play for the qualifying spot in the twenty nineteen women's world cup. U.S. goes into Group A. They'll face Mexico. Oh, Trinidad and Tobago. Maybe we've heard that name before. Yeah, okay, okay. And Panama. <laughs> so that's we will host. Uh, we're hosting qualifying. It'll take place October fourth through the seventeenth. We'll play uh, in North Carolina and also in Texas. So the thing with if I start right, so the, our three qualifying games are like within seven days, I think. So quick, and so that's a lot of time. That's tired legs, but we got to be a lot deeper than the other teams are playing. Right? Yeah, not it, only that, the top 11 are going to be a lot better as well. Talent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, I mean, just it's, by nature of the beast. But. And home games. Expecting <laughs> to, you know, advance, obviously. Uh, we will go to Frisco. We'll likely face Canada or Costa Rica from Group B. It, it's setting up where probably Costa Rica in the semis and Canada in the finals is what most people our, our biggest step test will be of course against mexico it's it's always in that. the qual in the yeah the, in, 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 the in the stage yeah. yeah so there it is again Trin- trinidad and tobago former oh. uh unl alum <laughs> ari romero is on the mexican women's national team oh yeah no that's pretty yeah. cool yeah. that's a nice stat dude that's awesome we'll wish her luck in a couple of those games yeah exactly right? <laughs> for sure i mean we hope you do well in the u.s wins yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there you go. exactly we want you to play really well Okay, some big games for the men, though. Huge Let's, games. We still don't know who our... Well, I mean, we know who our... Well, we have a coach. We have a coach. Oh, this is a good segue because we have two coaches with us today. So I like, <laughs> I like their opinions on what... Oh, we have somebody who we, is... Where are we going? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, again, I'll start off. We, are, we have someone who's playing the role of coach until we yes. get a coach. Yes. Okay? But the, the game this week, of course, we take on Brazil. Brazil. For the Friday night 6.30 game, which, of course, if you're listening to the show and you're listening to the 6 o'clock broadcast, well, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. You should be at Captain Jack's getting ready to get fired up and go crazy for the if, game. If you're anywhere near 12th and P right now, pull, you know, get over there. So <laughs> we would be, of course, uh, you know, uh, Perk putting out the invite earlier this week to the Colorado AO crew that's coming in for the Colorado football game to come to Captain Jack's. Yeah, so hopefully so we can all we guys. can have one thing to cheer for at least the day before the American football game, and that'd be USA, USA yeah. taking on Brazil. Latest news, which by the way, then we have Mexico next Tuesday on nine eleven uh, for that seven thirty game. I'll be there. I'll be there. The uh, U.S. men's team, they say, is feeling young again. Well, I hope so. Have you guys seen these the ages in this roster? And this is without Pulisic. Pulisic's not on this roster. Our oldest player is 29 years old. That's great. Good. And, and when you think back to the team that was led to qualify with 39-year-old Tim Howard and Dempsey at 32, Bradley at 30, all these guys, and mo- our core of these guys won't even be 30 for the next World Cup. And it's it's a great movement, right? I mean, it's, you, huge. it's like awesome. Yeah. We've got to get younger. I mean, that's been the issue. We've relied on guys that are probably past their prime. While they're still incredible, they're just not quite there yet anymore. And so you're going and playing against 
players in Brazil who are, <laughs> you know, the world's best at the age of 20. We right. should probably think about getting younger. So I'm glad that this is the trend right now. Did, so did, did we miss something there? Because we have your your Bradleys, Dempsey's, these guys at 32 years old, and then these studs at 20 years old, your Weston McKinney's and your uh, Acosta's and your Pulisic's. Did we miss that these guys are 26 right now? Did we miss something in in whether it's training or whatever it was? Did we did we miss that group? I think we did. I also think they just didn't pan out the way we thought. And True, I man. think with that, it's it's hard to. Like, I guess the question as a coach is how long can you give somebody a try before you go back to what you know works? Okay. okay. And you know you. Your life as a coach only lasts if you're still winning. So if you're <laughs> if you're trying to give experience to young guys that aren't getting it done, you know the older guys are doing it. And you got to go back there. Fair point. Very fair. Interim point. coach Dave Dave Sarah Chan or Sarah Chan Sarah Chan Sarah Chan. Uh, again, I get it wrong every time. Every time I say it, I say it the wrong way. Not everybody anyway, has a name like Weller. So the longtime knows, lieutenant, right? <laughs> outstanding coach in his own right. Given the job on the interim basis, his contract has been extended at least twice. Then, since then, but the interim tag has not been removed. So on, as of Monday, when they asked him about it, he started training with a 24-man team, called up for September. He refused to criticize those who have repeatedly asked him to continue doing a job they won't offer him permanently. He says, I don't even think about it. He says, my wife even asked me all the time, what's the future going to be? I just look at it day to day. I'm just going to do my job. I'm going to enjoy my role. That's it. Good. So there's no pressure there. The the team doesn't feel that like animosity or salt coming from him. Of, sure. They haven't given me the gig yet. That's good. That's what the good coach does. He just goes in, does job, boom. It's nice, nice coach speak, right? Yeah. It, it yeah. can also give him some freedom to operate. Who knows yeah. what conversations have been had behind the scenes? Of you know, he's got the freedom. Well, I don't like this. I can try it and try different lineups and mix and match. And he can bring in these young guys and just cut ties with the older group. That's not like without, he's under the knife. A lot That's of, like, uh, just do it. So yeah. is and, is he on the list of the possible guys to be, be the guy? I would hope so. I would think okay. so. And these, we got some big games coming up, so maybe yeah. this is the Huge. this is the it. Test. Yeah. Tim, Tim Way is eighteen. Adams is nineteen. Uh, Vickers, McKinney, twenty. Sergeant's eighteen, and uh, of course uh, Pulisic is injured, but he's nineteen. Yeah, so. yeah. I like Sergeant didn't make this the roster, but but yeah, there are lots these young guys who are all playing in big clubs. It's it's mm-hmm. great to see. So, Federation has dragged its feet on naming a permanent replacement for Arena and not without reason. So, yeah, they're, and, they're just like, whatever. And I know, well, <laughs> we, we've talked about this a, a few times, but do you, you know, there isn't, there wasn't a huge hurry to get a new coach. It's not like football and stuff where you need it immediately. And, but now the World Cup's been over for two months. And, and we haven't even talked about it or that we know of, I guess. And so, who knows what's going on? But do, do you guys, do we need an American coach? Do we need a European coach? South America? Is there, does it matter? I don't think it matters. I think I think the biggest issue is that the U.S. powers that be need to get on the same page and figure out <laughs> what are what do we want this to look like? Do we want to go with younger guys and build, understanding you take lumps from that, and so the coach that comes in doesn't have the pressure of you need to win now, or do we say, hey, we've got the talent here, let's go make this work, and then you get to a point where, okay, now we've identified what we're going to be, who's the coach that fits this role the best? One name's yeah, already right. out, you know. Monday, Osorio said, bye-bye, I'm going to Paraguay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, Juan Carlos Osorio, who guided Mexico to the round of 16 in Russia, was named Paraguay's new coach. We, didn't, we cannot have him as our coach. I we would agree. <laughs> Don't have to worry about that now, yeah. for, for at least the time being. Right, yeah. Landon Donovan that takes the pressure off Hurt. <laughs> yeah.
Now Perk doesn't have to feel the pressure of that guy coming to be our coach. There's nothing joke. I mean, <laughs> no. It, I know. Uh, I'm just messing with you, dude. You know, it's all good. You know what? Steve Spear, Steve Spear coming here, coaching Nebraska. Ew, <laughs> right. ew, ew, you said a bad word. It's nasty. <laughs> anyway, so they talk about everybody. It could be, but at this point, the coach is not letting it affect him. We're going to go into this. They're going to throw all these kids in the fire and see how they turn out. Well, and, and you, Against we, some of the four of the best teams on the planet. Brazil, Mexico, uh, England. At, at Wembley. Uh, England and at Italy. Italy. So, And I think Columbia in there, too, I think. That's point. right. That's, five. A, That's five. But, uh, so, uh, unbelievable what they have playing. So. And uh, Brazil's not exactly bringing a B squad. No. They're, they got Neymar's coming. Uh, Coutinho. Neymar's coming? Really? Yeah. Well... So you, you got to add I thought some extra he would bypass a thing like this. He would just walk past it. He'll be rolling around for a while. Probably roll like right through the East River. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to get some of those rolling gifts out there again. Gifs, gifts, whatever the hell they're called. Wow, um, guys, still a lot to cover. We got to. We haven't even jumped into the EPL yet. We've got Bundesliga, La Liga, Syria. Uh, and um, are you purposely avoiding EPL talk? Is that why we're, I said we're EPL? We can no, talk. I mean we haven't talked about it. Yet, I so mean, I, just, well, <laughs> I, I don't have anything to talk about. I'm at the bottom of the rack, man. I got I got nothing to squawk about. Uh, but kind of it, it's before we get into the break. Um, John Terry's name being brought up? No, not me. But yeah, the name John Terry is actually coming up again, which I find to be very interesting. I mean, he. Last I saw, he went to play with his old team. Was it Aston Villa? Was he? Did he go to Aston Villa? After, uh, that's, after where last, that's where he last. That's where he last was. With, okay, okay. With Villa, uh, United have no plans to sign John Terry and his former Chelsea skipper, despite his previous uh, gig with M- Mourinho. Uh, the 37-year-old teasing he will return back <laughs> to work soon following the summer off. Currently a free agent following the season at Aston Villa, means that he can move to any new club at any stage of the season. So he can jump back into this. Anybody in the market for a 37-year-old center back? Me. Hello. <laughs> it is the Real Football Show on ESPN 1480-1015 FM. You're listening to the Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. Deli Alley. Savalese got a little taste of it. Son. Deli Alley. Two minutes on them. A goal beautiful in its intricacy of passing. It is a real football show on ESPN FM 1015, 1480 AM. On demand whenever you want it, ESPN1480.com. Of course, on Facebook, The Real Football Show. Just look us up. You'll see our ugly mugs. We put our posts up, and of course, we usually give you kind of that uh, little indicator that the new on-demand show is uh, available for you to listen anytime. Now, of course, you can listen to us at 6 p.m. You should know as high school as Salt Dogs baseball moves uh, to the back, high school football now moves into the front, and uh, we will have a couple of full shows or maybe some edited shows, but always know that the show can be caught in its entirety on ESPN1480.com. Okay, so EPL. Yeah, we got to get into this. I mean, there's no use in avoiding the, uh, <laughs> the terrible record in the room, and everybody's having a lot of fun at my expense. That's fine, but... You know, uh, the uh, the Man United game where they beat Burnley 2 to nothing, and Man United had a red card. They were a guy down as well and in that game. They probably had to make up for uh, <laughs> well Needed much, much <laughs> needed three points. Yeah, I mean, after that Brighton game, uh, Marino was like on the hot seat. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about two, getting two, already. two games in a row getting beat 3-0. Yeah, like first time in maybe, well, first time like in 20-some years they lost two of their first three and... 
It's like, and one was, you know, Brighton. Uh, it's like, okay. And, you know, here's Mourinho, who got second in the league last year. He's on the hot seat three games in. And welcome to Man U. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, welcome to the big teams. He's one yeah. of those, yeah. I think he's one of those guys who's his own worst enemy, though. He doesn't yeah. know when to shut up. Talking. He just doesn't know when to stop talking. We're talking about potsters during <laughs> the break. Mourinho. You know, you know, he's a potster. Oh he usually God. only lasts three three seasons in one place, and then he's on to the next one because he loses the locker room or something. <laughs> something doesn't go right. So Liverpool That's... and the Spurs kick things off Saturday morning at six thirty. Good, good match. Good That's good a match. great matchup. That's, of course, they put that one early, I'm sure, for, as they say, the risk supporters, <laughs> as our English friends like to say. Um, you know, we go down the list, have Man City and Fulham. You know, Man City, what, what are you going to say about Man City? You know, look at the standings, you know. Uh, Liverpool's in first place. Uh, Man City uh, in fourth place. Uh, keep going down that list. There's an interesting oh, name in yes. there. Well, there's Liverpool very, first, then Chelsea, then Watford yeah. in third. But again, we're what? still very early in the well, season. But that, that matchup should be great. Watford, uh, Man United. Oh yeah. So you get a you get another test to see if United can actually pull it out, or is Watford for real? Because Watford just beat Spurs. They just beat Spurs, right. and, which is one of the best back lines in the entire league. What's so. going on with Watford? I couldn't name one guy on that team. I I can't either. And there, you know, it's, I, I don't know. It's, but but they but they're not just sitting in third. They're sitting in third with twelve points after four. You know, they've won they've won every game. And there's only two other teams that have done that: Chelsea and Liverpool. It's not even Man City has done that. Not Man U. So. I mean, sure, it's early, but it's four straight wins. And Liverpool in first place. Thank God we don't have any Liverpool fans on the show this week. Oh. We would never get, we'd never get out of this segment. I'm waiting for a text from Alex Schuler any second. Like, <laughs> Man you know, City, Fulham. And the CJ, second, maybe. Gets, Bournemouth, uh, Leicester, Newcastle, Arsenal, uh, Huddersfield, Crystal Palace, Chelsea, Cardiff City. Yes, the Watford-Man United game is the highlight game on Saturday morning at 11.30. Then we move to Sunday. The Wolves take on Burnley, then Everton and West Ham. And then Southampton and Brighton being a Monday night football game, so it's uh, it's it's another great weekend, another another great weekend to see who's got what. And if if Mister Mourinho does not perform well, people are going to laugh, even though Watford are for real team. Yeah, well, and it's it's at Watford. I don't know where I don't know where Watford's at, but it's at, it's on the road. Man, he's got to go on the on the road. And if they do, I mean, how much of a hot seat is it, Weller? Is it, if I don't know. You you got a lot of noisy, and you know this comes from a Man United fan. You've got a lot of noisy <laughs> uh, folks in the media in England that are former Man United players that are that class of '92. You got Paul Scholes. You've got oh. Gary Neville. You've got all oh, these guys that, that, that have a, they have a mouthpiece so they they can get out their message, whether it's in well, Rio Ferdinand, whether it's in support or it's in criticism, and I guess Roy Keane's in the media too. So that that sometimes can overplay it or build up the pressure, or I guess back back the manager in certain situations. And it seems like he's still got a lot of those uh, old guard on board with him. So oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I know that some of the fans aren't necessarily with well, him. Well, no, the gets... fans are the fans are with him. They're against uh, Ed Woodward, who's the uh, basically the president of the club, who's in oh, charge okay. of a lot of the transfers, okay. and they're blaming him for not backing Mourinho and wanting to get some central defenders. Because they've been crap at the back <laughs> so far. And that's just being nice. <laughs> little history lesson. Can we have a little history lesson? Uh, yes. Shevchenko. Does that name ring a bell? Used to be with Chelsea? Yep. Yeah. Came from AC Milan? Yep. Yep. Uh, and Bramovich's buddy. Interesting oh. note brought up by about Shevchenko this week. If they put 
money in current terms of transfers, his transfer from AC Milan to Chelsea in 2006 would be the most would be the highest transfer uh, ever because it was 29 million then. Yeah. It would be 144 million if Ooh, they made it wow. today's money. <laughs> wow. So I don't know who this guy is. Obviously you you know a little bit more being a Chelsea fan, but man, that's an amazing amount of money. You know, as they look at some some of the you know guys who transferred back then to what that money would be now. And to me, doesn't that doesn't sound like that long ago? No, it really doesn't. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. And wow, it just shows time. you how much that money is. Just, God, and I guess it's all worth it. I mean, you look what I don't know if it's if if Neymar's worth it or not in PSG. I don't know. He was worth a lot. Coutinho going you know over to Spain. I don't. know. I mean, so Coutinho, yes. Neymar, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Alan Shearer. Does that name ring a bell? Alan yeah, Shearer, Newcastle. Time, yeah. Newcastle yep. picked him up from Blackburn, fifteen million dollars in nineteen ninety six. That would be a hundred and twenty five million if we actually brought that to today's <laughs> money. Crazy, crazy. Wow. So they they talk about this, and it's it's actually kind of cool when they show those inflated prices of how things would be to what they are. The money's just ridiculous. We yeah, talked we talked about the VAR thing that's coming up on September fifteenth. So it's going to be like a a hub. You know, a, a hub, as we talked about earlier in one of the other segments, it's going to be like when hockey goes to Toronto, it's going to be like they go to uh, Heathrow, where this hub is going to yeah. be. So the ref doesn't go, he just stands there at midfield? Is that I, what's going to I'm I mean? assuming that they're just going to do it, and they'll uh, maybe he'll click a button and go, that, that'd be one I'd review. You know, and then they'll, they'll come back and go, okay, well, this is, this is what it was shown. You know, maybe after yeah. the fact, maybe like kind of a learning curve. Like, this is how it would have gone, but they won't say anything during the game. Do all the other Bundesliga have it? Is there, does everybody have it, pretty much, the big ones? Division three have it, Brandon? No, <laughs> no not even a little bit. And I saw a goal last night as I was scouting that would have gone to review, for sure. Okay. <laughs> it says here there will be no contact directly between the team at Stockley Park and the officials that are on the pitch. So it, maybe it is just a button, and it's like, maybe I'd review that, and then they go look at it, and then it's kind of a trial basis. But they're gonna, they're gonna do it. They're trying. They just want to make sure that's right. And again, as as we've all said, mostly against it. It's just because it sucks up too much time and it slows the game down. That's what we've talked about mainly as being against VAR. Cool. All right. So talking some Bundesliga, talk some La Liga, talk some Syria. Of course, we can't talk about Syria uh, without uh, bringing up. Um. Cristiano Ronaldo. That guy there. I need to remember his name. I, I did hear that Jubenis and Real actually, I don't know if it's just, if there's any backing to it, they want to swap left backs, which would bring Marcelo to Juventus with uh, Ronaldo. Now tell me who this guy is. Marcelo. Uh, Marcelo is uh, a Brazilian guy. Uh, yeah, un- an unbelievable left back. Maybe in, in name alone, left back, because he's always going forward. He's always pushing forward. The thing that I'm the most impressed is he looks about as fit as I do, but the guy <laughs> never stops running. I mean, it's incredible. He's so thick, and he just keeps going and, game and, after game. And he's beefy. up and down. He's, oh, he covers the entire yeah. field. I really yeah. like watching him play. Yeah, he's a he's great with player. Real Madrid, with Brazil, and... Uh, you'd recognize him if you saw. I mean, because he's pretty recognizable guy yeah. with the hair and everything. And um, got a guy named JP on our team that's rocking the same hairstyle. Oh it's, yeah, it's working for him. <laughs> okay, it's working okay. for him. Juventus in first place, by the way. Three matches played, three games won, and uh, goal uh, goals for seven goals against three goal differentials four, and uh, they got nine points. So they 
He, he's exactly where he needs to be. I mean, I look at these other teams that are in, you know, Syria, and I go, you know, there's Roma. You know, there's a couple other teams that you would you would recognize, but he's on that team because he's on, yeah. he wants to be. He wants to be the focus. He wants yeah, to be why, the star. Why did he go to Italy? What do you guys think? Just he's, he's already, he's already done it in Real Madrid. He's he's conquered England. He's conquered Spain. It's hundred percent. Let's go if, conquer if Italy. If he now. wins in Italy, and let's say he wins another Champions League, how can you argue that he's not the greatest player? Okay, oh, it's yeah. three different countries. It's three places he's winning championships. I mean, it, it makes that that messy conversation a, a whole lot more difficult. <laughs> um, but they did have a scare early on. They they it was only a three two game. Um, so and they they won it late, I believe. I think it was something in the eighty plus minutes. So I, I don't think he's even scored a goal for him yet either. Yeah, I, I, he's he he draws attention. He's had uh, I think a couple assists from the wing, but okay. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting, but I, I definitely think the reason he went was to secure a legacy position. <laughs> okay, that is awesome. We'll though. get into the other ones too. Plenty to one more segment to go, guys. It is the real football show on ESPN FM one hundred one five fourteen eighty AM. You're listening to The Real Football Show on ESPN KLMS. Does that explain perhaps the, the high line defensively for Liverpool? Because he often from this angle likes to drop it in, doesn't he? Curling towards that far post. But it's Luis that comes in and David Luis scores! What a strike by David Luis! This is first goal in over 50 games for Chelsea. He often takes free kicks. And we often see them fly over the crossbar. Not this time, though. A stunner off the post. Liverpool nil, Chelsea won. It is the Real Football Show on ESPN FM 101.5, AM. Animal, Perk, Weller, and then Perk's new friend, our new friend, Mr. Bonilla. Not Bonilla. <laughs> Mr. Bonilla. Uh, Perk, so... We get into this. Uh, I will tell you that Messi finally spoke out about the whole Ronaldo move. <laughs> Messi said, and I quote, Real Madrid are one of the best teams in the world. They have a great squad, but it's evident the absence of Ronaldo makes them less good. And it makes Juventus one of the clear favorites to win the Champions League. Wow, that's pretty big words, man. That's big words, but at least there's, there's no Bolton board material there. Except unless you're in Real Madrid. <laughs> right, right. I didn't imagine him leaving Madrid or, or joining Juventus. There were a lot of teams that wanted him. It surprised me, but he has gone to a very good team. Wow. I mean, I thought these guys kind of didn't like each other, but it's, it's obvious that he can say something nice, you know, when, when, uh, not when he needs to, but he can, he can be nice. You know, when he talks about one of, the, <laughs> one of his biggest, you know, I don't want to say rival, but competition, I guess. When it comes oh, I, to, I think both are correct, yeah. So, uh, Messi has gone three seasons without winning the Champions League, last doing so in 2015. He says, it's one more. I, got, I, got, I want to win it one more time. I want to do this one more time. That's, that's Messi? Yeah. It, yeah. uh, last year was crazy, so they almost go undefeated. Right? They they got that was crazy, and they got beat by a team that was like who? Yeah, because they got past uh, Real Madrid late. Yep. It's like okay, well now they're going to go undefeated. But who who gets all the headlines? Real Madrid, Ronaldo, right. and yeah, because they win Champions League. Yep. And you'd rather win Champions League than win your of course, you know, than win La Liga. Yeah, well, it's it's the same in in the U.S. as winning, uh, you know, a conference tournament or a national title. Yeah, ask Alabama, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody wants the national championship. They don't care about the other. I mean, exactly. you like both, but you'll take the bigger prize. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talking some La Liga. Uh, let's see, Sergio Ramos. You've probably heard that name. Of course, yes. Uh, the Real Madrid and the Spain controversies. Um, 
Spain will face England live on Sky Sports in the Nations League. Now, the Nations League, there are, again, so many different tournaments that go on. What's the Nations League? Uh, Sergio Ramos will captain Spain against England at Wembley on Saturday in a match you can see on Sky Sports, um, which is, it's the Nations League. So you guys have to help me with this, but I, I don't, I'm not completely familiar because there's the Ca- Carabao Cup. There's that. <laughs> there's the FA Cup. I mean, there's all these different types of tournaments that go on. But that's why these guys, that's why the big clubs, besides being just the best players, they, they're so deep because they have to be. When you play all these games in all these different tournaments, it's you know, soccer's a, you play, your legs get tired. I didn't know this, but uh, Sergio Ramos, Ramos, record breaking 19 red cards in La Liga. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. He's the one who took out uh, Salah, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's he's gone from what I would have said was an incredible player to now he's a hired thug. He's, <laughs> he's the old he's the old school English Premier League before it was the English Premier League, and you've got people, you know, studs up to a chest. and oh, just, He's won everything there is to win, though. I know, so right. Just go so now he's just changing hunting. the game. <laughs> he's what, What's the guy in hockey called? He's just, yeah, just go out. The enforcer. The enforcer, yeah. enforcer yeah. 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 Okay. He's Bob Proburton. <laughs> so the Nations League is something new to me. That's this. This is something I figured you guys would know about. In fact, moving on from there, talk some Bundesliga. Low rules out Ozul and Barcelona, uh, eyeing a new Lewandowski or a new Louis, as they say. Jakim Low closing the door on Ozul, reeling from the fallout of the breakup between Ozul and Dimanshoff. <laughs> And Lowe has now publicly names. moved on from uh, from the Arsenal man. He's ruled on any chance that Ozil might return to the German national team. He says it's not going to happen. Can Arsenal move on? Ozil, yeah. <laughs> Ozil has clearly declared his resignation and closed the door with himself. The, uh, comeback is therefore not an issue at all. He declined to speak too low after the World Cup, which assuredly has not helped the chances to mend any fences. Yeah, the, the, well, Germany's making a youth movement too anyway. So, yeah, so. I'm still shocked that Sané didn't make the team. Yeah, no kidding. I, like I'm still blown away. The guy's unbelievable. Yeah. To touch back on the uh, the the Nations League, it's essentially a, a way to instead of having friendlies, they're now competitive matches with roughly equally ranked teams. The Nations, <laughs> the Nations <laughs> Cup. I don't so just uh, just just European teams. Newness? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, um, thank yeah, you for looking that up. It's UEFA, yeah, teams that will will then play against each other, but you're all relatively within the same. Ranking, so you're not getting a one versus a one fifty. <laughs> okay, it's not England playing San Marino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so. Uh, you did mention Ozil and Arsenal, Brandon. You're an, you're an Arsenal. I'm fan. an Arsenal guy, and so not a Ozil guy. I, I'm sorry. I need you to do something defensively. <laughs> Anything def- like even just go run and get in the way, not hide in the corner after you've turned the ball over. <laughs> La Liga's decision to play a game in the United States was has kicked off a discussion for other leagues. Uh, as well, but it seems the Bundesliga will not follow suit. Okay, I mean, if you don't want to come here and expose your your team, your league to to the United Mark- States, marketing, Just, it's, yeah, it's all marketing. We like to buy jerseys, a lot of and, them. Yeah, <laughs> we will never play a competitive game outside Germany. So they'll only do the friendlies here. There will not be a competitive game, and as we talked about in the Miami gig that's going to happen. It strikes me as odd because Germany's got a, a several American players there. Yep. Yeah, I think you're really missing an opportunity, and Little League has none. 
Correct. No, there might be, might be one. But but playing an official competitive match abroad where points are at stake and where participation in international competition or relegation or promotion could be decided would be a huge show of disrespect towards fans and players. I don't think anything of the idea. The NFL does it, and there's a lot less games in the NFL. And, they're, and they give up a home game. They give up a game. Wow. That's but, big. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. But. I think the owners probably fight against that quite a bit, though. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and the hometown fans that lose that one home game. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and yeah, because there's and only the hometown home businesses. Correct. Correct. So that, that's a, that's huge. So I mean, come on, La Liga and Bundesliga, you can give up one of your eighteen, nineteen home games. Right. But but I get it. You know, I get it. And for some of them, you think about the travel. So the yeah. travel from New York to London is roughly. Comparable to New York to LA, you know. So if you're if you're playing the Rams That's or true. the Chargers, yeah. you know it's a little different because look at Spain. You take the train or it's a bus ride. You know, yeah, <laughs> travel times are different. Yeah, the cross road time games, zones. Road games are a little different when you're crossing yeah. the pond. <laughs> so when I look at things that are going on this weekend, obviously we've got you know we're planning on a Husker American football game on Saturday afternoon against Colorado. Take two. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna try again. <laughs> so weird. That's it, I don't that think that wild. ever that ever wild. happened before in the history of Oscar football that a game has actually been canceled. I, I heard it was like nineteen forty something was the last it's, one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like that. It's been that long. Jeez. It's probably when half the team had to go fight World War Two <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Well, Red, Just, did you have any issues with the weather? Oh this, this man, I tell you what, we got really lucky. We <laughs> were nervous because the women's team had three games. They played Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We oh. played Sunday, Monday, and. Somehow we managed to get them all in, and, and <laughs> okay. we got wet. But three games in a row is it? Yeah, wow. yeah, way, way too many. Way too many. Two, two in a row <laughs> wow. is way too many. But we make it work. Luckily, we're a little deeper this year, so we can That's good. run through some guys. But <laughs> so we got the Friday night game against Brazil, it, and this is a U.S. men's national game, and this is I think it's very important for us to. You know, obviously, and then with Mexico, then next Tuesday, then we've got about a month off before the U.S. men's national team needs to get back into it with Colombia, and then. Then we have another month off, and then it's England, and then Italy just a few days after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So American Outlaws, if you do not know, this is kind of your stomping point there, Perk, on American Outlaws. As just look us up, whether it's on online, theamericanoutlaws.com. Um, it's just a U.S. We're U.S. soccer supporters, men and women, and you, we have night before parties every home game um, or every game. Actually, uh, every local bar, Captain Jack's is ours, twelfth and P, right downtown. Super fun to go to any game down there. Um, Check us out on Facebook, AO Lincoln. Also on Twitter, AO Lincoln. So and get a hold of us and, and join. It's thirty bucks a year to join and you get a shirt, shirt, get bandana, some goodies. Discounts. We have a big party. We have birthday parties or whatever it is, uh, anniversary party or that was a foundation that, party. That was or a good time. It was just a party, I guess. Is what it was, Mister Vanilla. We like parties. What do you got this weekend? Uh, we are on the road. We we travel up to Minnesota. We'll play Crown and then we'll go over to Iowa and play Cornell. Um, hoping to get two more wins on the road. We were great at home, undefeated last year. We've started that or kept that trend oh, nice. going so far this year and hoping to add in some road wins. Coach for the Nebraska Wesleyan soccer team. I just want yeah. to give that a little background. There's those of us who joined the, sh- joined the show late. Yeah, first year. Yeah. Congratulations again on, on awesome. getting the job. Thank you. Thanks, so. Weller? Not much. <laughs> the most unexciting. Get, get some friends in town, so maybe uh, maybe checking out the uh, the Husker football game. Maybe that Watford Man U game, and see. I that. will be will be watching that <laughs> nephew's birthday. So nice. If if Man United lose that game, it is going to be a 
show next week. Yeah, yeah, does Mourinho make it through the calendar year? Oh they, uh, it could be interesting. He may not make well, it through the quarter. I, he's, he's the best odds for the first to be fired. I know. It's crazy to me, but maybe yeah. it's not that he crazy. He was first fired two years ago or Three, what is it, three, four years ago, just Chelsea? Two, Chelsea three. was two, just two. Can we talk about the Chelsea coach's wardrobe, by the way? That guy's my idol. The old baggy <laughs> burning dingy heaters, shirt. Burning heaters incredible. down in the... That is incredible. Uh, right. <laughs> I love it. it. It is the Real Football Show. Everybody have a great weekend. Animal Perk, Mr. Vanilla, and Mr. Wella. It's an awesome, another installment of the Real Football Show on ESPN FM 101.5, 1480 AM.